All right, welcome to Stat Rats. This is episode seven. Um, if this is your first time joining us, uh, this is the podcast for intense discussions on meaningless questions. I'm joined today by my brother, Ethan. Ethan, say what's up. Hey, what's up, guys? And my friend, David. David, say hi. What's happening? Um, so, yeah, the what we'll be doing is just going over a couple different questions um, and seeing like which numbers are higher than the others and, and kind of just talking a bunch of shit. Um, Let's dive right in. Yeah. So the question I have today is, are there more planes in the sky at any given time? Or gallons of milk produced by a cow in its lifetime? <laughs> oh my god, okay. Uh, this was the one that I was running by Hannah a few different times. That's a great question. Um, oh my god. I had a couple different other matchups. Uh, I might use those numbers at some point, so I won't get too into it. Wow, I need. I just need to find my bearings right now. I don't know where any of these numbers i i feel like i'm better suited to answer planes but not by much because i know (laughs) nothing about a a cow and how much i have some information on cows and so that's what so before this um before we start to record we came over i update folks i got my vr headset the (laughs) oculus quest if you know me remotely and it connected me with with me remotely on social media you already know um but yeah we are plugged in to the virtual world could not and be fucking loving it. Yeah. Um, I meant to tell you there's a game that you should get, which is called Thumper. I'm a big fan. Okay. Yeah. What is it? Uh, so it's synopsis. It's uh, it's described as rhythmic violence. Okay. But you're basically this beetle that's flying down this track, and you have to hit like jump over certain things and hit certain things. So it's almost like Beat Saber, similar to Beat Saber in that way that you're like something is coming at you visually, and you have to hit it. But it's a beetle flying down a track instead of. It sounds it. like like subway chaser, whatever that. Remember that iPhone right, game? Yes. Subway. Yes, something like subway that. Surfer. But it looks almost like if Skater, you took like that. if you took that game and launched it into like 2070, like a futuristic <laughs> rhythmic violence. That's how it's described. All right. Yeah, Check I will definitely look for it. I, I wish more games had demos on Oculus, but I don't know if this one does. I don't know. Um, Anyway, but before this, we were talking about that, and I spent like 10 minutes sitting down in front of the laptop while we're supposed to be like hanging out, trying to figure out um, different things about cows. Okay. (laughs) Um, Um, So I have some info, but do do anyone have any good reaction on it? So, um... I can tell you where I got the data, if that's helpful. Jesus. I just, I have nothing to, like, I think planes is a lot, and I have a generally... I wouldn't say a good idea of figuring out how many planes are in the sky at once, but like I do n- follow planes a lot. I'm on planes sometimes. <laughs> I like look at airports. I have the flight aware app, you know, you're basically like, like the yeah, you, you sound like a, okay. Flight aware is the awesome. It's the best app that's ever happened to me. I used to fly to school all the time and it's like figuring out where planes are going and when, if you have that information, it can be extremely helpful when there's like delays happening or cancellations. You can either audible to a different thing choose a different flight or at least know why your plane is delayed so that you can get a better idea of like what to do about it. If your flight is delayed because there's like a malfunction on the plane, that sucks and they might cancel that if they can't fix it. Whereas if the flight is delayed because of weather in a different city, as soon as that plane takes off, you know that you're fine. Um, wow, it sounds like you're much more prepared on the I'm I'm prepared on the planes one, kind of. But cows, I have no idea. I've seen cows, so I mean, yeah. that's like... What, how, I, I, can, I, I think I can guess how old they live to. What? How old do you think they live? I think they live to like 14. David? That sounds high to me. I feel like cows have to be 
like seven years, maybe. I have. That's one of the first things I looked up. Um, they live uh, between like eighteen to twenty years. When Ooh. I just searched cow lifespan on Google, that was the what was there. You go. Up. So, but from so, what I understand, there's cows that make milk, and there's cows that they just pretty much beef up and slaughter. Right? Yeah, That's... yeah. So I'm not sure because I don't know what the average. I yeah, but here's the thing: if it's a cow that they're gonna beef up and slaughter, they're gonna just do that as quickly as possible. But you know that if they're milking it, literally. Right, <laughs> milking the cow, they're gonna try to keep that cow going for as long as they can. May right, I feel like right may, most dairy. It, it might be like half and half, right? Like there's cows that they just keep around forever because they're not good beef cows. There's some cows that are good beef cows, but they're gonna milk them while they're alive anyway. Oh, so then so like, like the, the on average, average the life average. between the two, I don't know how it works. I'm, I'm I'm no, these, these are dairy like... cows. These are these are dairy cows. Okay, these okay. are cows that are being used mostly exclusively for milk. For milk. Yeah. So we're talking then the average life, uh, the how much milk is produced from a dairy cow in its life? Yeah, one cow. One What's cow. that gonna get you? Huh. Just a Gallant. shitload, probably. Yeah, right? so I much fucking milk. Years. So much. You, how milk. often can you milk a cow? I, I, this is just I. This is like is on like, a forum. I this is a on daily fun. thing. I, I feel like it might be more than a daily. They thing. can't. Well, they have milk when they are. They can only have milk once they become a mother. We're oh, drinking, like, remember, this is like, you know, fucking breast milk, but it's, yeah. it's cows. No, I understand that. But like, once they get pregnant, they just have milk forever? Or is it like, no, they only so. can be milked in like an eight to no, nine I think they period? No, I think they give them like hormones or some shit. Or like once like, they don't, once they don't stop milking it, like right. it's gonna just keep, it's a gift that keeps on giving folks. Jeez. All right. Um, the cow. I think, I think just the setup of the question um, I'm gonna I I'm gonna say that cows are my gut reaction. Okay. I'll say planes just to be on the other side of it, and I feel like I know more about planes. Okay. Did you want to guess at the numbers? Okay. Um. Do you have any more information to give us about yeah. planes and cows? Yeah. So um, the data was from Flight Aware. I don't remember what year it was from. I think it's like twenty, like sixteen or fifteen, and it was. So this was from an article from like Life and Leisure. Travel okay. and Leisure. Great, and they great got magazine. The, they got the data. <laughs> they got the data from Flight Away, okay. apparently. Um, and the cows, well, I have more information, but it'll tell you too much about the actual answer. It's more for the answer. Okay. I, so just I'll, guess. I'll, 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 give it, I'll give it a little bit more than that. I feel like, for me, it's planes in the air just because this isn't just in the U.S., right? Yeah, this is just planes in the sky. So planes in the sky at once has to be such a massive number because there's flights between every single city in the world. There's tiny airports everywhere. Like everywhere has an airport. There's just got to be so many Like how many, many flights come in and out of Trinidad per day? Trinidad is tiny. I don't, but I don't think more than like 50. Right, but yeah, but how many airports are there? Multiply that by every city in, in the world. Yeah, I guess. Um... I don't know. Like, what's what's the range you're thinking? Well, then, yeah, for, guess like, at these... the numbers. Just throw out numbers, folks. <sighs> a billion planes. Uh, like, I don't know. I don't know. think it's a billion. No, obviously not a billion planes. I could see it's got to be millions of planes in the sky at once. At any given time. At I don't think. I don't time. think it's that high. I I feel like it has to be. I mean, if I I, I don't even think it's in the well, hundreds I guess of thousands. It might be millions of flights a day at one given time. I I'd guess like twelve thousand or twenty thousand, something like that. I would say there's. 200,000 planes in the sky at once. That's going to be my final guess. Okay. And cows? 
I mean, well, gallons of milk. 175,000 gallons of milk, just so it's less. Dude, that's a ton. I think it's <laughs> way... I think your numbers are... I think you're, like, by a factor of 10. I think it's, like, maybe, like, 12,000 planes and, like, 14,000 gallons of milk. Okay, Um. so the reveal is here. Ethan, you were right. Damn it. Yes! Um, so they are... A cow will produce in its lifetime, and don't necessarily quote me on this, but... uh. 18,750 uh, gallons of milk in its lifetime. Wow. So like 18,000 or 19,000. So what is that per day? Per day. And so that's the numbers I have is like how much it produces per day. Oh. But planes, just so we know, is like 9,728 on average for this year. So wow. it's like call it 10,000 versus yeah. 19,000. 10,000 in the sky. Jesus. it's a lot of planes. I so you were close on the numbers. Ethan. Yeah, you were wow. very close. And I don't know what this math is. I told is. you knew a lot about cows. Yeah, big cows guy. Average dairy cow produces uh, 22.5 quarts, that's 60 pounds, or 90 glasses of milk a day. 90 glasses of milk a day. So, I mean, assuming... 1,500 eight... gallons or 16,000 glasses of milk a year, and then the lifetime. It's 200,000 glasses of milk over a lifetime. So maybe gla- if I said glasses, you might be a little more. Yeah, that would have been my number age. Yeah. Uh, so eighteen thousand gallons it makes a year. You say, uh, in its lifetime. It e- lives about eighteen yeah. years, right? Yeah. So with that math, that comes out to like two point eight gallons a day, according to my very loose calculations. Well, yeah, t- whatever twenty two point five quarts is. I don't know. That's I don't know how many these. Yeah, the system guys. Uh, I, I'm not sure what the conversion of course. Sometimes I'll like. <laughs> sometimes I'll go with like liters or whatever. It's whatever. If I can find a conversion that will like match up with a number more bet, like more better. <laughs> I I feel like I measure everything in like 1.75 liters. I know how much that is, right? Like, I yeah, my water bottle here is 1.5 liters. Wherever I put it. To your right. Yeah. And that's what 40 ounces. 48. Okay. Just, just a, this is what you yeah. yeah. I want to know how many, I like when everything is measured in swimming pools. I think that's one what Olympic size swimming yes. pool. I like when people measure all kinds of things in like the size of swimming pools. It should be swim, it should be shots, swimming pools, double shots, just so we have a bit of a range there. <laughs> and then swimming pools. That's There's how, no in between. In like an Olympic swimming pool, is that? Yes, that's how everything should be measured. How big is Do you want to guess, do you want to guess how many gallons are in a Olympic swimming pool? An Olympic swimming pool is 50 meters, right? It's not 25. It is 50 meters in length and 25 meters in width. Okay, because it's 12 lanes long, I think. Yes, 12 right. lanes yeah. long. Um, how many gallons? Two meters it? or six meters in depth. Well, do you? Oh, well, here's the question: Can you fill a swim an Olympic swimming pool with all the milk that cows produce in a lifetime? Um, yeah, you got it, right? You, you got to be able a, to. How many gallons multiple... in a lifetime? Like nine, 19,000, a little under. There is 660,000 gallons of water in an Olympic pool. Shit. So it wouldn't even come close. It wouldn't even come close. I, dude, you need to get so many suck. cows. <laughs> yeah, these cows are... I thought they were impressive. You could, you could, yeah. You could put an entire, like... I don't know what that group of cows is called. A herd. A herd. When are we going to come out with cows you could too? Put, When's the next upgrade? These well, cows how many suck. cows would it take? This is the real... Right. <laughs> you could put a herd of cows in a swimming pool and just how milk many, them. And yeah, you so, would never so divide, fill it up. So divide the amount... We should maybe cut this spot out. <laughs> <laughs> Divide the amount of swimming pool of by gallons 18, by by eighteen by one eight seven five zero. 
Wow, this is great material. Six hundred and yeah, I mean, you're so how many cows to fill up? How yeah? So the real question is, how many cows to fill up an Olympic size filling pool, swimming pool? David, did 30, you thirty-six point six, right? Thirty. That that sounds yeah, about their right. their entire lives. Thirty-six cows have, for their entire life. You have to put thirty-seven life. cows into the thirty-six point six. So yeah, thirty-seven cows. Put them in a swimming pool for their entire lifetime, and they will eventually fill it up with milk. I bet that would be so so satisfying to Could put the last fit, drop. Could you Do you think? I mean, <laughs> we would have to get measurements on cows. Maybe maybe a listener can do this math for us. Do you think you could fit thirty-six cows in the bottom of a pool? Yes. Oh, most definitely. I think you could fit a lot more than that. <laughs> okay. I don't how know many, how big Olympic um, pools okay, are. Okay, we're going a little too far on the, the cows in the pool question here. <laughs> um, but yeah. All right, okay. I think those are good numbers, right? Yeah, those are good yes, numbers. I've been, I've been holding on to the plain one for a while. I like the plain one. I feel like there's a lot of planes. Maybe it's because I'm biased, but do we have flights per day? Do we know what that number is? Um, I'm sure that we can find it. Let's take a quick beat. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So the amount of planes per day. So the heaviest air traffic day was August 5th. This was 2016. Um, there were 13,000 planes just under carrying, oh wait, this was, oh, this was all on one day, all at one time, I guess. Okay. So that's, that's more of an answer to your question. I'm looking at How many the flights? air transport action group released aviation benefits beyond borders, a detailed report of the aviation industry and showed that there was 37 million flights in a year, which averages to 102,000 flights per day. A hundred thousand flights a day. So my numbers were closer for per day, not at once. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But 37.4 million in 2014. So this is like five years ago, too. Yeah, so there was at most there 13,000 planes in the sky at any given time. But that's like that's the heaviest it was at 2016. Wow. Hell of a lot of planes out there. Jeez. Anyway, um, take a quick break and then we jump back into in and out. Oh, oh, or, oh, we got uh, listener price. submission. We got we got submission. Listener, uh, listener, listener submission. Yeah, we'll be back. All right, and we're back. Um, so this week we had our first ever user submission. Shout out. Um, so Instagram user Charles is his, his name. If A friend of David, right? Yeah, Charlie, my guy. Uh, his Instagram name is uh, McKnight. 213 and he said at this yankee game with my summer camp right now just had this convo with another counselor how many baseballs gone through in an average baseball game like lost to the crowd via foul balls players throwing them to kids uh pre-game etc and combined with baseballs that are scuffed and the pitchers throw away he says 400 i'd say that's way too high please discuss um first out shout out to you thank you for submitting that um get those insta follows up charles yeah um please follow him um but I did find the number. I don't know if you guys looked it up. I did not look it up, but we did have... I was with Charles and a couple other friends uh, last week, and we discussed this question. And uh, my buddy Dan, he uh, said that in an average game, every six pitches, a new baseball enters the mix. So, like, baseballs have an average lifespan of six pitches. That's it. So that's the insider information I have on this number but i did not look it up besides that i looked it up and i got the number um that the mlb estimates it is because it it obviously varies uh you know game to game right but this was the like they gave a range i feel like so i think it was six pitches per ball and there's about 300 pitches a game was the numbers that we were talking about so that works out that's just um that's just in game but that's 50 balls right 
But then, so what Charles was saying is like, right, but then batting practice, they're launching them. They're throwing them to kids. There's like warm-up balls in the bullpen. There's balls they decide aren't good enough and don't use. So it's definitely higher than 50, but I think it's definitely under 400. Yeah. Ethan. Four, yeah, 400 balls is I way think, too absurd. High. That's, yeah, way too high. Um, I think it's much closer to like, I have very little bearing on what baseball is. <laughs> But yeah, I've watched a total in my life. I mean, I don't think I've really sat down and watched a baseball game begin to end ever, really. It's been a while for me. I used to watch a lot of baseball. Even if I go to a baseball game, which I've only done a few times, you know, I get there. I might get there on time, but then I, like, leave. I, like, go do shit. I, like, get too drunk to, like, pay attention. And I just don't pay attention to the game for a bunch anyway because I'm just talking to people. But I, like, don't know what's going on in the field anyway. I can't look up at least go and be like, I'll just know, like, okay, this person, like, this team is winning, but right. I don't necessarily know. Baseball's a else. good background game. It's a great, it's a great event to go to if you want to hang out with friends, have a couple beers, and have something that's like also going on at the time. Yeah, but yeah. it's very different from any other sporting event or like concert or anything like that, where it's like you're never going to be at a concert just like shooting the shit with your friends, and not paying attention to what's happening on stage. It's just not really how it works. Yeah, yeah, Baseball's and same, same. I think with like you know, a uh, foot like football, soccer, basketball, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. You're paying a lot more attention on the field of pitch or whatever yeah. it is. So my my guess is probably about 100. I think they use 50 in-game, 50 out-of-game. Ethan? Yeah. you think it's the same range? I think it's a little bit lower, though. I'm going with, like, uh, 70 to 80. I'd say, like, 75-ish. Um, you guys were both a little bit low, so they estimate that it's uh, between uh, 10 to 12 dozen a game. So that's 120 to 144. Yeah, thank you for the... An inning, an inning. One, 10 to 12 an inning. 10 to 12 dozen, dozen. Oh, 10 to 12 dozen. I was like, okay, where's, where's this math coming from? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Okay. 10 to 12 dozen. So, so multiply by 12 math. Right. Uh, so a little bit higher, 144. All right. Yeah, yeah. 120 to 144. So yeah, Charles, you were right. Um, anyone else, please DM us with good questions. Um, or just even if you, yeah, if you don't know the answer, um, I'll try to find it. If I can't, you know, we'll still talk about it. So. Fa- yeah. Finding these facts is our, is our passion. Yeah, it DM is. us on Instagram. It's at StatRatsPod. Um, do we want to move on now to in and out? Yes. Sure, yes. Let's just dive right in. Okay. Okay. Um, so, we were talking before about Pokemon Go. Uh, yes. I'm out. I've never played it, so I'm, I'm out, but I'm, I'm in just in the sense of, it seems like it was a good thing, I just didn't get on board with it. So yeah. I never downloaded it, I just never ended up doing it. I got into it for a very brief period of time when it was like coming out. Like it came out, everybody's like Pokemon Go, it's all the rage, people are running around. Uh the church somewhere was was Hannah was telling us that. Oh yeah, yeah. The church was uh advertising themselves as a charging station. Like that was the peak of the craze. Um but my coworker this past weekend decided to download Pokemon Go and get into it. Um and him and I have been shaming our other coworker. For doing Pokemon Go for all these years, and now he is completely flipped side. He used to be out, now he's in, and now I feel like I have to double down on how out I am. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm out. That's my. Yeah, Ethan, you're out. You just didn't download it either. Uh, I did. It's. Oh, you I did. I, yeah, I don't have anything against the game. I just it's a lot of it's a lot of time. But you you're in general. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in yeah. on Pokemon. I big I'm in Pokemon. on Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon in general, I'm very in on. I played a lot of the Game Boy games, never watched the TV show, but I am in on Pokemon, very out on Pokemon Go. I watched the show like it was my job, and I 
play the games like casually i never like don't think because everything we had like video games i always got like secondhand like we my friend gave me a game but like my parents weren't gonna buy it for me and i had no income because i was like eight same and then my friend would give me their games as the like old generation the new generations came in right i Uh, had the same thing game boy advance pokemon yellow both like 10 years after they happened yeah i mean we our first game our first big games console that we got was you know when did we get it probably like 2003 or 4 it was a nintendo 64 that our cousins gave us yeah we had like fifa 99 for it that was like woo, a big game that we had but i had never even played like any video game before then either it was no we were so pumped we were incredible to have it yeah we were like i remember thinking i remember saying we will never be we got it for christmas i was saying we'll never be bored again because now we have this like it'll be (laughs) and that like that childhood just like i was like oh my god like we will never be bored again i we solved it (laughs) we got we got a nintendo 64 uh my parents believed the video games were the root of all evil so we were not allowed to have consoles that was not not acceptable in our house uh in 2007 8 maybe i convinced them that the wii was different than all other consoles because (laughs) you're moving around we did the same thing exactly Uh, we had that same time and they bought it we got the wii and then my dad like walks into me sitting in the living room just like completely slouched over like feet up and just like flicking my wrists and that was the end of the sales pitch of we is different than other video game consoles oh. so video games are still the root of all evil in my house but well wait till they get on the vr yeah, yeah maybe you VR. can convince some the vr is actually different i doubt it <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of educational content like youtube 360 youtube videos from like nacho there's a lot of that i was very close to some pandas yesterday in some i don't know zoo yeah that sounds right yeah wow more of a safari maybe no, no, this one was in a zoo. It was like a drone flyover of a zoo. Okay. You would think if you're in virtual reality, they might as well like take the cage out of the way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. They had... Well, that's the thing is we went cave dive, uh, cage diving with sharks in okay. YouTube, but we didn't actually... We were actually outside of the cage. Oh, uh, because they, mount they can the just out. stick the camera out the cage. Right. They don't need like a diver to be there. Very cool. Right. The diver's in the cage. That's sick though. Yeah, it was dope. But yeah, um, Pokemon... We're in. I'm in on Pokemon, but I cannot stress how strongly I'm out on Pokemon. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Duly noted. We won't uh, be cash. I don't like that I'm like going somewhere and people are just like on their phone. Like, do you see people do it? I don't see anyone. Well, I see. I see my coworker do it now. Okay. That bothers me. It's just your coworker. It sounds like it's really just him. (laughs) I have a bone to pick with him. Anything else? Do we have any others? I had. uh... I'm doing. I did a fantasy draft for Caitlin today, and I'm doing three on Labor Day. So. Uh, I'm in on fantasy drafts. Okay. But I, are you guys? We can we can talk about it. Yeah. No, I just don't know how they work. Okay. Yeah. I do. I know how to bracket. Like I did March. I do March Madness. Right. I can do that because I can just figure out win lose. I'm guessing here. Right. But like <laughs> I understand sense. that concept. But like I did. I think I did. Oh, my house had like a fantasy football thing right um you get year. you get more or less points based on what each person each player how does. they perform right like the, each Correct. player is ranked maybe let's just go in here. all right let's go in right? yes so i'm in three leagues and then uh my girlfriend caitlin is in a league with her work where she enlisted my help so i just finished one and i have three scheduled for next weekend Jeez. so i'm in on fantasy drafts i'm doing a lot of research 
I have I'm in what's called a keeper league where you get to designate a player from last year that you keep for this year. So like there's a lot of decision making that goes on there. Um so I'm very in on fantasy drafts. I have no con I have a vague concept on how they work. Right. It's just you you would pick in a team and you you are ranked each week based on how well each player does. Correct. So you will, but it's assemble, not how how each team does. Not how each team. So your your you will assemble your team where you'll have a quarterback, a running back, a wide receiver. You fill out the different positions. Right. And then you face off against one of your friends, and based on how the players on your team perform, they get points for certain things. Who so ranks like, these players? It's not about ranking. It's like actual stats. Yeah, it's like the whatever like task. They but complete, like Yahoo right? Sports or, or like all so the other ones will do it. Like yeah, or ESPN. ESPN yeah. They'll yeah. There, there's I mean there's entire websites dedicated to ranking them. But then the actual score system is determined by your league commissioner. So like whoever is running the league will come up with a way. There's like a standard one that you can use. Um, but they'll come up with like what each. If every time a guy catches a ball, that's worth a certain amount of points. Every time he gets a certain amount of yards any touchdowns those are all worth points and then you accumulate all those points that's how many player points that player got that week your entire team is totaled up that's your team score that week if you beat the other team that you were playing you get a win and then it's a whole season shit i feel like i want to do this now but i also don't it seems like you'd have to dedicate a lot of time to understanding all the players yeah you you have to know you, who is good at what there's so, a base of knowledge that i don't possess they do uh so they do projected points so like the espns and yahoos will basically come up with a projection for each player which is what i did the time when i was in it basically right so like they'll be like we think this guy's gonna score 15 points the projections are obviously wildly off because they're just like a general baseline of what that person averages and they sometimes have good games and bad games but you can do okay by just in the draft taking the best ranked player and then just starting the people who are projected to do very well You'll pro and then just keep an eye on picking up players who are doing well. There's so, a lot of up, Ethan. My, yeah, my question is that like, how does it work? Like, you must be picking more than a team. If you have to choose who you're playing every week, then you can't play everybody, right? So you don't. So a lot of positions are irrelevant to fantasy football. So like offensive linemen, the big guys in the front who are blocking people, not on anybody's team. So it's really just quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. But you'll then, have like multiple quarterbacks on so your team, depending on the league. I'm in a league where we have two quarterbacks, but most of them have one. Okay. And then usually have two running backs, two wide receivers, and what's called a flex position, which is either a running back, a wide receiver, or a tight end. And then you can trade for players. That are... You can There's trade for players. There's also trading and shit going There's on. There's trading. Too. Some leagues are more active with trades. Some are less active because people always overvalue what they have. Um, but there's also free agents, so people who aren't on any team. And if they start playing well, people will try to pick them up. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually the way that works is that anybody who played over the weekend is locked. You can't pick them up until they clear waivers on Tuesday night. So Tuesday night, they go through the process of you can like put in claims for the person. And if you are the highest ranked waiver claim, you get him. So it, there's some complex features to it, but it's general. American sports, man. Yeah, Not easy. Not easy. Also, like we'll commodify everything. Yeah. No, everything <laughs> like everything is exactly a pointer. Yeah. Wow. And I'm spending hundreds of dollars on this. <laughs> this was a good uh, crash course on this. This yeah. really, yeah, this wasn't even stat related. I guess it was stat related. You can, uh, you can listen to this if you are starting a fantasy league for the first time. Maybe you... we upload this on, on fantasy YouTube. Yeah. No and... Fantasy for noobs. <laughs> no, what if we're like on the WikiHow page for, you know. There you go. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Howstuffworks.com. <laughs> you know. Sure. All right. 
Um, well, I think we're going to bounce out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, see you guys in two weeks time. Uh, listen to us on Apple Music, Spotify. Uh, well, I guess Apple Podcasts, um, wherever you get your podcast. Um, and you can DM us with any good stats. The website is uh, statratspod.com. Instagram is at statratspod. We're on Facebook now. So throw us a like. We have like 15, I think. I don't know. Pretty big deal. Because uh, I don't really use Facebook, so I don't really try to push anything on it. But anyway, yeah. We're going for the middle-aged mom demographic. Yeah. That's that's where we're, we're that's making That's where the, the money is, dude. It is. <laughs> anyway. All right, all right. Peace out. See ya. See ya.